Parental Advisory Warning Parental Advisory Warning The following episode may contain topics and strong language that are too explicit, which may not be suitable for some audience and inappropriate for children. Listener discretion is advised. Thank you, God, for just giving us a brand new day. We thank you, God, for the film we showed that the man, God, that died and came to you and you rejected him. But you gave him another chance. And God, we thank you. We thank you because you've given us another chance because we had it. Yes, God. You gave us all the day to get it right. Yes. And we thank you for that. Now, Frances McDowell, her mother, McDonald, McDonald. Her sister, who is she? Who is like sister-in-law? What is she? That's Frances McDonald, her mother-in-law. Okay, that's her mother-in-law. Frances' mother-in-law. You already know who she is. Yes. God, stop the bleeding on the brain. Yes, God. We rebuke you, Satan. We cast you out. Let her go. Loose her. Let her go. Yes. By the power of the Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Move now by your mighty hand yes. and touch. Yes, Bring her, God. Bring her to herself. Yes. Bring her back this way. Yes. God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Enemy, you can't have her. Oh, God. Yes. Do it for that family. That family is standing by you looking. Show them, God, that you're God. Yes. Show them, God, that you would show up and show up for them. Show them. But yes, they know that you are still God. And we thank you today and bless thank us you, as we go into your word. Yes, God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We thank the Lord for that film. I want to show you certain things that I'm going to bring to y'all to show we're church unusual. We're not going to do like what the church is doing. We're going to do our God leaders. And keeping us in mind and keeping us thinking about our lives. Now, nobody else's. This ain't nobody else. It's your life. Yes. It's my life. Individual. Yes. I ain't looking at you and nobody else. I better be looking at myself and see how I'm living in the world. Yes, yes. Now, we accepted Christ. We know we're saved by faith. Now we have to continue on this journey. Yes. We know that the Holy Ghost came and burned fire in, in us. Some of us felt the fire. I felt it in my belly. Some of us feel the power. And like that man said, you can speak a tongue all you want to, but when you read church, how do you read? It? I've been in this church a long while. And they, they go by you speaking a tongue. That's not something. You can speak a tongue here all you want to. Yes, and leave here and cuss everybody out. So we better check ourselves now, y'all. All this stuff ain't coming to me for nothing. Like I hear about all this unnecessary chatter about Jake and somebody else. I'm going to hear me. I ain't heard and don't care. I heard a little bit. But I don't know how he did it. I don't know how none of them did it. And that's not my faith. Now, y'all 
appreciate them ovations uh, on Twitter, Facebook, none of that. Because I don't want to. I got time for that unnecessary chatter in my mind. I got bigger things I'm dealing with than that. So we better just keep praying. And praying for Jake and whoever else. Whatever they doing, I don't know about their stuff. I'm praying for them. The two pastors, Jake and whoever the other one is, that's all I can do. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell y'all what they did, but I know what they did. I wasn't there. But I can tell you about me. So here we are. We've been talking about faith. We've been talking about, but when we leave here, what we're going to encounter. They're going to give scriptures in there. So we better be taking a, and checking our lives. I don't have time to do with nothing no more. Because I tell y'all this. When I leave the house, ain't got time for that now. No. And I, and I don't need nobody. To that, that's not my it puts your mind in a whole new different perspective. Knowing that you can leave here in a second. Knowing you sitting there and they running over to your machine because your blood pressure dropped. And they have to take something off to get it back. It ain't no fun. And I know how I feel. I can tell it when it starts dropping. Hey, come here, Ted. It's not a good feeling at all. Not at all. So here we are. We've been dealing with the judgment seat. I'll start reading. Y'all pick up, pick up again. Just describe the judgment of the works of the leaves. See, I've been talking about that. The works. The things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. We're going to give an account of what we do in this body. Phrase judgment seat. The single word in the ancient Greek language of the New Testament. Come on, y'all. It's my bad. I went back a little too far. But I'm going to y'all scriptures now. So my mind now from racing. You think about the young lady that accepted Christ today. And she got to hold to her faith. It's up to her now. To know that she know that she know that she know that she accepted Christ. Yes. Go to 2 Corinthians 5 and 11. Oh, wait. 5 and 11. I got a few minutes of work. Our message in light of our eternal destiny. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. God damn. Okay. We persuade men, but we are well known to God. And also trust are well known in your conscience. We find it. We are well known to God. Which translation? Is it the good news? Do the regular. Okay. Just, just keep it there. Now, 
We come into church. We go into work. We're visiting people. Taking our children somewhere. We always doing something. But we better know that God knows us. Period. There's nothing slick we're gonna get away with. But now thus said the Lord, this Isaiah 43, one well, yeah, get to that, but be moving on. He who created you, O Jacob, who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. God redeemed means he bought something back. He bought us back from the devil. He redeemed us through his son Jesus. He said, I'm gonna send you. Because these people are lost. I need you to go and bring them people back to me. But this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to die on the cross. You're going to have your hands nailed, your feet nailed, a cross uh, uh, over your head. You're going to have a crown that's going to be crushed down your head where you're going to be bleeding. They're going to beat you. They're going to spit on you. And you ain't even open your mouth. So I need you to go. Now, do y'all think that we're going to escape such a great judgment? If we know God today, you better know him by tomorrow. Fear not, for I have redeemed you and called you by name. You are mine. Ain't that something? He knew us by name. Yes, yes. Thank you, God. Exodus 33 and 17. And the Lord said to Moses, This very thing that you have spoken, I will do. For you have found favor in my sight. And I know you by name. Isaiah yeah. 49 and 16. Behold, I have engraved you on the palm of my hand. God got us in the palm of his head. Our name. The Red Blonde Fox mission is to help spread the gospel of Jesus through our radio broadcast. To help us, simply let others know to listen to the Red Blonde Fox podcast every Wednesday at noon on Spotify, iHeart, and Amazon Alexa. And now, let's head back into this week's featured episode. Behold, having engraved you on the palm of my hands, your walls are continually before me. Your walls are continually before me. This verse portrays a beautiful image of God's unwavering love and remembrance of his people. The idea of engraving their name on his hand symbolizes the perpetual awareness and constant presence of his chosen ones before him. Man, God, God got his man on us all the time. John 10 and 3, to him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name. And leads them out. In this verse, Jesus described himself as the good shepherd who calls his sheep by name. 
Psalm 13. Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down, when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. He knows us. Now when I begin to read this, it even started, it just it blew my mind. I said, He knows me. He knows me by my name. He knew everything about me. Even as I sit here, he knew I'm afraid to go to tomorrow to Dallas. I wish I'd have to go. I dread. But he's my lifeline. He's my guy. He keeping me alive through. We got to get busy. We got to tell people about Christ. This ain't no time now to be stopping. We have to tell people. And you will see people somewhere. Like I went to the store, picking the same on Highway 100 in Berlin, and the black one, I watched him stop. I said, hey man, how you doing? I said, I said, got y'all to come in. I dropped it on him. I said, man, listen, you working here? And I know you think you ain't making a lot, because I used to do it. I said, but this is your step to stop. I said, do you, do you know the Lord? He said, no. I said, you don't know the Lord, He said, no. I said, listen, I'm going to tell you, like you told me, seek and you'll find. Now the door will be open unto you. Amen. I said, I'm going to say a quick prayer for you, okay? I said, pray. All right, I'll see you later. So now I'm going to be looking for him. I'm going to be looking for him. Take, get a hit on him. Plant that seed. Somebody else will come along the water. And God will give an increase. But I'm going to make sure that I'm doing what I should be doing. Especially these young, these young black men are dying in the streets like dogs. I'm so sick of Milwaukee. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> and I tell y'all this, I love y'all. Yeah. God opened the door, I'm getting away. There you go. That's me. Yeah. We all be looking for a way to get out of here. Yeah. Yes. This is no place no more. No. But we're going to keep praying for our God will keep protecting us. We're not going to walk in no fear. I just yeah. praying for young men and dying like nothing. Shooting each other like nothing. And it don't happen. When night fall, that's when the devil just moving throughout the city. We got to find that. Yeah, we don't come against that dream. God, we come against that dream right now. We cast that dream down. She should not be kidnapped. She should not be harmed. She should grow up and learn who you are and accept you as a personal Savior. We claim her in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Genesia, you are claimed. Knowing therefore the chain of the Lord persuade me, but we are known to God. Know therefore the terror of the Lord, what we know of the terror of the Lord, we know, and that apart from Jesus, who are the righteous targets of the terror of the Lord, we also know that in Jesus 
we have deliverance from the terror of the Lord. He stamped us all right. It's like being in court. We went before the judge and he said, you're free. Go. But I just said you were free. Is you going to take it or not? He stamped us all right. The terror of the Lord is not going to get to us. Like the man was saying, we just have to pay attention every day because the enemy, the enemy is always out trying to uh, make us uh, take back our salvation. And he, he's always trying. But this one thing I caught. Did y'all catch this? When he said, the ones who ain't saved, you can take them at any time. At any time, you can take your life. That's a bad position to be in. Y'all might as well admit it. He said 79, 79. I'm good to hear. Okay. I was on that. I was on that trip. 79. Knowing the place of men over power Jesus and the place of men in Jesus, we have to persuade men to come to Jesus to know what it means to be delivered. The message is not watch out for the Lord, terror of the Lord. Though there is a place for that message, the message is not if I don't persuade men, I might face the terror of the Lord. So I better get to work. Instead, the message is. I have been delivered from the terror of the Lord, and you can be delivered too. Come to Jesus. In truth, the terror of the Lord was targeted on Jesus. So it would not be not be directly at all of those who trust in who Jesus is and what he has done for them. This should be the heart of every one presents the gospel. Whether it is in a pulpit or anywhere else. Catch them on a bus stop. Catch them in the store. No, you ain't got to go like Joe with the store. No, they out there. Just catch them. You ain't got to go let everybody know that like they do. I'm Joe Witness is weak. Man, man, we cover a lot of ground. We, think, uh, we walk, man, we went from 20th Street almost to the lake. Door to door. Oh, man, we had our team together. Doesn't matter what you say to the people if you don't have the right message. And the right message is have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So, brothers, in the pulpit or anywhere else, we intend to persuade men. Oh, we really got to get busy. We really got to start. Every chance you get in a day, if the opportunity presents itself, you tell them. It's up to them what you tell them. But you take that time. Like I said, when I got in that grocery store, I see if I move to you buy yourself, stop us out there. I knew just what happened with my strategy was going to be. Give it to him and get out of the way. 
Y'all go to them stores sometimes. Y'all see them in the black room going out there getting them cards. Stop playing, man. How you doing? Drop it. You didn't move. I see a lot of opportunities. I can watch them. Yeah. And then tell them to get out the way. This is so important that we persuade men and women, that we give them the gospel. And us that have the gospel, we better be holding on to it too. I can't get up here and preach to y'all and tell y'all this and that. Leave here and tell my wife I'm going with my friends, watch basketball, football, and going with another woman's out. The Red Blonde Fox mission is to help spread the gospel of Jesus through our radio broadcast. To help us, simply let others know to listen to the Red Blonde Fox podcast every Wednesday at noon on Spotify, iHeart, and Amazon Alexa. And now, let's head back into this week's featured episode. I can bust here wide open. We have to be careful. People are holding on to us. Some people know that we're doing our best to live right. They know if you're doing your best to live right. Them the ones that want to hold on to you and give them some type of faith knowing that they know that their auntie, their sister, their brother, their uncles, nieces are saved. And they live and say, oh, with yes, sure. And I say, you know. Uh, and she, she got on my nerve. My daughter, she talked about the Lord. Well, you in her house, she got the right to talk about the Lord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I would use this strategy a little different. I wouldn't do it like that. Because once I'm told, I'm not going to keep going back to it. You don't have to. That's why when they say shit, it doesn't look up. That's what they told me. You can't keep standing there persuading them. You got other people. You got to start moving around. Now, it's up to them. Once you deliver the message, and a lot of them see our lives, and they be like, you know what? I know such and such and such. I've been watching that. It's the hour. I've been watching that. And she, she, she praying. She doing this. She doing that. I see her life. I see how she raised that young man. That young man working now. He graduated. He wouldn't, listen, they had him down not to do nothing. Society. Society had him not to do nothing. He ain't gonna make it, society. He ain't gonna graduate. He ain't gonna do nothing. But God placed him. Mission <laughs> out. She should be proud too. Amen. Amen. I watched that. 
So y'all, we better hold on our life. Let them see that we are simple. We are not simply casting out ideas without caring how men respond to them. We should be like Paul, who passionately desired that men and women come to Jesus. This is all we're preaching. Now, come to Jesus. We must intend in our hearts and our words to persuade men that we are well known to God and also trust our well known in your conscience. My conscience has to be clear. Got to have a clear conscience. And if I don't, I need to repent. Whatever it is that I don't, that I don't have in my conscience, that I'm guilty about in my conscience, I need to, I need to deal with it. Paul worked hard to persuade people. But he knew he did not need to persuade God. You almost said, y'all. Instead, he knew that he was well known to God. He also wished that he did not need to persuade the Corinthians Christians. He wanted to trust that his message and his ministry were well known in their conscience. Those right here. Paul saw the need to persuade the world of the person and work of Jesus and of his own integrity. As a messenger of the good news. However, he knew there was no need to persuade God, and it frustrated him that it was necessary to persuade the Corinthian Christians. Amen? We got a job to do, y'all. We got a job. We better find ourselves doing it. Long ten years, the Lord gave me something to tell. Go ahead and tell it. Go ahead and tell it. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to share and subscribe. Remember, you are who you are because God made you. This your girl, Red Blonde Fox.